Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to Jester's A Brave and Loft, where a group of comedians tried to escape the horrors of the mists. The troop and all of Happy Town were visited by the terrifying spectral face of the Dark One in the sky. They have to report to the Dark One, Judge Karma, for trial or their friends' lives will be forfeit. Tyler couldn't contact Ezra and noticed the mist looking strangely dark and solid. New Rogue prayed and decided that Del's boar went to heaven. Shadam was called out by Hazel's grandmother, who is going to tell everyone that Shadam is a murderer. And Del, in frustration and desperation, begged Shadam to just be a person. Shadam has been charmed by Shadowmaster into listening to Dell, but will any of it matter if they're found guilty? I doubt it. <laughs> Shadam, Dell has hugged you and asked you to just be a person for a little bit. And Shadowmaster has agreed that Dell is your good friend mm-hmm. who you should listen to. And you are charmed right now because your will was overpowered by your symbiote. Right. So, so what do you do now that you are a person? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, Adam, the player, is trying to think of loopholes, but I think uh, I'll t- <laughs> um, I guess in the moment, um, I'll be like, uh, okay, all right, uh, Del, you make make a really good point. Uh, I take off my helmet and I just temporarily put it in my bag of holding, so it's like it's not even out in the open, mm. so it's. I can't even put it on if I want. I'd have to go in my bag. Um, and I say, uh, okay, guys, uh, I had I had another um, non-violent plan that we could do if you want. Um, so the judge said that we have to turn in our weapons, right? So I got an in with some of the blacksmiths in town because I really impressed them with my Robocop outfit. So I'm thinking... We go to them. They just make some duplicate weapons. They don't even have to work. They just got to look good. We take our real weapons, put them in my bag of holding, show up with the fake ones, turn them in, and then if we need them, we whip them out and we go to town. Adam, that's a great idea. Yeah, I I agree. That was surprisingly a robust, (laughs) thought-out idea. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can... uh... I can get on board with that. That sounds great. That's so smart to deal with the weapons thing. Yeah. Awesome. So to do a quick summation of what you guys have discussed as planned so far, because it's generally been pitches. So we've got making fake or just secondary weapons and stowing some in a bag of holding. Mm -hmm. Tyler has pitched using your D&D Pokeball Dell and using and, and, invisible helper that Tyler can summon through his blade singer abilities as kind of out of the box surprise helpers, depending on how things go. Mm-hmm. I think blood clones are out because currently Shadam is a person <laughs> and Dell, you would pitch approaching a lawyer to yes. see if you could, I think counter Sue was on the table at yeah. one point, but just consult a lawyer in general. Yes. However, you have not solidified a plan. So right now you've got a plan for your weapons. It's a time to lock in what mm-hmm. you're thinking. Yeah, I think that works perfectly. Then we can get over there and follow the rule about the weapons 
maybe we can talk to a lawyer, either take a defense lawyer with us or try and figure out actual lawyer loopholes. And then the last case scenario is throw a bunch of animals and try and fight however we can. And then we'll have the weapons with us to take out. Okay. Right. Well, then anybody have suggest, anything else? Well, could we split up then just so we can cover more ground? I don't know how much time we have to left till the judge wants us to like show up, but mm-hmm. somebody handles lawyers. I can handle the armor and the weapons. And um, I mean, I don't know, maybe somebody else can go supply run something like that. Like that sounds great. Uh, yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure if we need to go tonight. I'm also, I am in so much pain. I know it doesn't look like it, but man, mm. I, that darling guy really gave me what for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aw. Okay, yeah, that, that works for me. Uh, guys, uh, but before we do, um, can we all just, like, um, come together for a bit? I want to have a few words. Um Okay. For the big yeah. guy in the sky right now, just, sure. you know, a stroke of good luck. Uh, hopefully our fortunes become even more fortuitous. So everybody, close your eyes real quick. <clears throat> hey, Easy, it's uh, it's your boy down here on this wonderful world called Ravenloft. Look, yo, mad respect for all that you've done, all the life you provided us with, all the good luck, all the glory thus far. I just want to say, shout out to your boy, me to you, love, yo, peace. Okay. Let's do it, guys. Okay. Okay. All right. Did All that, right. Did that do anything like magical or? <laughs> hmm? No, is I it, just have that... to make sure to touch base with him every once in a while. Okay. Just to make okay. sure oh. we're all in the good graces. Got it. Because you could heal us if you want, you know, because we, we kind of <laughs> took some damage. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Not to step on your toes there. Yo, easy. New rogue. Yo, uh, so about that whole um, not requesting things, I'm going to actually have to break that rule just one more time. Uh, I'd love if you could imbue me with some of your luck and spirit and grace so that I can heal our whole party so that we can uh, uh, fight in your honor evermore. Okay, let's do it. I'm going to uh, <laughs> I'm going to try and heal everybody. Um, <laughs> let's see what I can use. Uh, <laughs> You got you got some healing spells. Now. Yeah, you have a spell called Cure Wounds. If you're that's looking at that's what the spells I have. There have. it is. Yeah. Not blessed. Okay, so I'm going to try Cure Wounds. Uh, this is the first time I'm doing this spell. So let's see. A creature you touch regains a number of hit points equal to one d8 plus your spell casting ability modifier. The spell has no effect on undead or constructs. I don't think that means anything. So um, <laughs> it's range touch. So I can't actually touch everybody. Um, so you can only do it to one creature, actually. But one what is creature. yeah? What is your spell? Your spell modifier. You'll have it on your character sheet. It'll be on the spell page up at the top. Uh, let's when you see. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. I, I understand the question. I'm just like trying to find. Yeah. So I have zero extra anything on with my wisdom because I'm a dumb guy. Yeah. So you heal one d8 plus zero. <sighs> so just one d8. Okay. Yes. Okay, so I can heal up to eight on That's, somebody. Yeah, that is that a very is positive true. way yeah. of looking at it. That's pretty good. Okay, cup half full. Thanks, Ezra. All right, uh, that's a good question. Who's the most hurt? It sounded like Dell was in pretty I was shape. whining. You were yeah. what? Looking whining? visibly, Dell has been beat up the most. 
Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I would just have you, uh, geez, okay, touch my forehead, I guess, or something. It's, okay. it's the place I can think of that will do the least amount of damage. Okay, okay here up goes. On, up on my tippy toes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll do, do you just go forehead to forehead, Del? Yeah. Oh, nice. okay. that's kind of nice. Here think goes. that healing magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Ezra, with all the power of the heavens, please cure her wounds. <laughs> that's a five. Oh, <laughs> right. there you go. I feel a lot better. Yeah, I oh, did it. Man. Did I do it? Do you feel yeah. better? Oh my god, I feel a lot better. Oh, oh my shit. gosh, new rope. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Oh, hey. I'm the best. Nice job, you are the best. That's wow. awesome. Good job. Hey, okay, okay, okay. But really, <laughs> it was the man upstairs. Easy. Yo, don't forget. Praise him. Uh, pray, <laughs> pray, pray, praise, praise Ezra. Don't praise easy. him. <laughs> okay, good job, guys. Praise the roof. Um, all right, I'll, uh, I'll go find a lawyer. There's a solicitor's office in town somewhere, right? I'll try and figure out where that is and... See if we can out out legal the judge. Sure. Do you want me to come with on that, or who needs the most help? Well, yeah. Let's see who needs the most help. Uh, Adam, you're you're on Shadam. Excuse me. You're on uh, weapon duplication duty. Yeah. I mean, I can just put things in my bag of holding, so it's not like I need extra arms. You want my sword then? You know what? Hold on to your weapons for now. Well, okay. well, let's hold on to it because I'm really bad with like keeping things organized. So like, I don't want to like take your sword and then when you need it, I give you like the wrong sword. Like maybe uh, we could right. like mark it or something, get like a marker and like really small on the bottom, just be like not real or something, you know? It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay. like a- fake. Adam, you're blacksmith. Um, do you think the blacksmith like is this an enchanted blacksmith? Do I, do we know this guy? Like, do you think he'd be able to help me make? gloves or boots that stop mm. me from melting people oh like forged me yeah because yeah, okay. last idea. time i was just regular gloves and those things just busted up real quick yeah they well why don't right you come with me skin <laughs> okay. yeah yeah you two go okay <laughs> what are we waiting for <laughs> I and i know. click i click my heels up a wall like la, 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 and I, <laughs> I find that <laughs> i find the tallest wall i can like la, 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 la. <laughs> and he leaves you behind, New Rogue, but you run after him because you can't climb walls. Wait. I eventually go straight because I was just going up for a while. I'm like, oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we have team going to blacksmith for fake weapons, and we have second team going to collect a lawyer. I will say for the two people who called this, and we're going to do a quick initiative roll to see who gets to go where they want to go first. Mm. Shadow, you were leading the way. Can you roll me an initiative with advantage? And Tyler, you pitched the idea of going to the lawyer. Can you roll me an initiative with advantage? Uh, dirty 20 on my initiative. Uh, I rolled three twice. So <laughs> total of four. All right. Turns out the solicitor is right around the corner. Uh, <laughs> Shadam is up on the rooftops, not effectively looking for a blacksmith, just sort of walking confidently in that way that the most confused tourist can end up with a train of tourists behind <laughs> them walking into the middle of nowhere with no clue what's happening. <laughs> Meanwhile, you guys step around the corner and you see a large sign dangling on the front of a building. And it just says Bigglesworth Barrister. Bigglesworth Barrister. Was this always here? This is like, this is right here. Like we were just yeah. talking about this. Oh, wow. Yeah, I figured 
we have time to chat before we got here, but I guess I guess it's just right here. Oh yeah, let's. Uh, to be clear, you can stay outside in. and chat for a second if you want. There's there's <laughs> oh. no one like rushing you in the door. Yeah, right. my my hand goes up to knock on the door. Was like, is there is there anything you need to tell me? Um, I kinda. Okay, what is I, it? Well, I talked to Ghost Werner Herzog again. Right, I mean, I can you, just kind of do that, I you guess. You hear, uh, like, yeah. in your head, right, okay, yeah. yeah I've, I've sort of learned to tune it out. He's, like, not great being dead. Okay. You know, I thought it would be cool to talk to him and that he'd be cool, but he was very, like, uh, I'm grumpy yeah. that Adam c- got me killed. And I kind of wanted to talk to him about film stuff, and it's just we've never really had time <laughs> with just all this horrible shit going on, and now he's dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and, uh, he's I, bummed about that. Yeah, I mean, no. I could probably, you know, summon him and you could talk to him, but I'm sure I don't being I dead, like he'd that's... probably be like, film is passe because I'm corpse now. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't so, know. I guess I just I was just thinking about it and it was just because, you know, we just got here and we've had been fight for our lives and all that stuff. Is it yeah. cool that we've kind of murdered people and like Adam's like murdered people is it self-defense is murder still or is it cool no it's not cool it's very uncool yeah um to have to kill someone especially in the fashion which we've been killing them generally like hitting someone to death with a melee Mm. weapon Mm -hmm. uh it's a it's fucking grotesque nightmare um yeah that being said it seems to be pretty common here. Everyone is so yeah. well adjusted that I think they're crazy. Like they goes full circle, yep. um, especially here in Happy Town. Uh, and it feels generally like it's been for our survival. I mean, we've killed the 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 Black Knight, the Dark Knight. Uh, um, he literally pointed at us on our first night here and said, "I'm going to kill you soon." Yeah. So you know. We got the jump on him and his, you know, some of his goons and whatever. Uh, and then there was the skinless. So they kidnapped us and we were going to get flayed. And so yeah. we fought our way out of there. And then when they kidnapped, you know, Werner Herzog again, we fought our way back through to rescue him. Yeah. And, you know, that didn't go so great. Um, Werner will tell you. Um mm. And then what the lizard folk? I mean, that went pretty okay. Very peaceful, yeah, kind sure of we initially. Made friends with some of them. Cat really bridged a, a massive cultural gap there. But then the fucking mayor had like paintings of himself just killing a shitload of people on the walls. And yeah. you know, we've got this. I, we, I had this voice in my head, Ezra. He's gone now. I don't know what that's about. But he's like, you have to do this. This is how shit works here. So I yeah it all it's yeah. all there's not a lot of choice it feels like it's like yeah. do this or die right there has been a lot of that and I mean guy you know that was like I'm glad that he's back but it's also you know he's not all the way back yeah yeah I just it is it's weird and I mean Adam seems to really be taking to it in a way that's not good. Adam adapted like super quickly and is going to take over this entire realm if we're not careful yeah but i yeah it's just tough because it is like i don't i don't want to die either but it's the killer be killed but yeah adam's gotten out of control i think we need to take responsibility for some stuff here like this judge saying that we're going to be judged i kind of feel like yeah we should be you know yeah 
but I feel like we should talk to this lawyer guy and really arm ourselves with knowledge. If this is a corrupt judge who only seeks out the death penalty, then, you know, that's not right. That's not a fair trial that, either. Right. It's an overcorrection. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it does seem like everyone who stays here long enough has gone kind of crazy and bloodthirsty and psycho. And yeah, I don't want that to happen to all of us. Yeah. So, you know, we just have to do all of this three more times <sighs> and then apparently we can leave. Okay. Apparently. Sure. I'm, I'm a monster with horns now. I, you know, you're, I don't. <laughs> you're Tyler. You're still Tyler. You're just green. Uh, uh, and massive horns and this hair. I've tried cutting it. It just grows back. Oh. Uh, so Delwell trying to calm you down and make you feel better is also looking at you with those like strange dog internal lantern eyes <laughs> and her hair and all just her clothes kind of, are just fluttering unnaturally yeah. in a street with no breeze. Yeah, yeah. And I clock that, but at the same time, like I I don't need to say that, you know. <laughs> I don't need to bring it up. Uh I say, uh uh look, I, I think as long as we work on group accountability. Mm-hmm. We can we can navigate this. We can come through this some somewhat clean, I think. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and I'm you know I'm glad you're here, Tyler. Other. I'm I'm glad you're here too. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna knock on the door. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Hello, uh, B- B- Bigglesworth. <laughs> and the door opens and you see what looks like a very, very classic, traditionally dressed Victorian era devil. Just red skin, subtle horns, Ooh. the goatee, the forked beard. And he just gestures you inside and says, yes, how can I help you with everything that you need? I am the Manthos Bigglesworth, but you can call me Mr. Bigglesworth, Esquire. Uh, hello, Mr. Bigglesworth. Welcome, please step into my office. And you step in. It is a ruined office that has clearly been reconstructed several times. You can see that the windows at the front have been smashed to either side of the door. There are books that have been torn down and thrown all over the place that have been continually restacked to the point where it's some of them are spines with no pages, just resting. But it looks like a, a near ruined, almost parody of a traditional legal office. And Demanthos, a.k.a. Mr. Bigglesworth, circles around behind a desk that has been cracked in half and is folded directly down in the middle oh. to sit on a three-legged chair that he manages to balance on quite carefully. Okay. And he says, what are your legal needs? Not very many people need the law in, in this place, but perhaps for you, it is an exciting day in Happy Town. Well... The, I don't know if you caught it, but there was a large, uh, large face in the sky. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I was snapping. I oh. didn't see anything. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. Uh, the, the judge, Judge Dredd, if uh, mm. the name rings a bell, I'm, I'm assuming you run in legal circles. That's maybe a, a big name for you. I don't know. But were you napping for that? I have heard of this name before, okay. but technically I believe it is Judge Karma, if you want to show the proper respect to the Ooh. office of a judge. Good judge note. Karma. Good. Thank you, Judge Karma. He seemed to refer to himself as Judge Dredd or... No, sorry. Somebody else told me about that. Judge Karma. I will remember that. Thank you. Um, 
he's uh, uh, he's scheduled a trial date for us and a couple of our friends. We are to be mm. judged in his court, and we just want to arm ourselves with proper legal knowledge. I guess we were thinking of maybe uh, counter suing or or asking to recuse himself because he's biased against us or or something. I don't know. Is that how law works here, or is there more murder? So you are hoping to put up a legal defense in this court of the judge? Yeah. Hmm. What could we do? What could we do? And you see him pick up a book and flip open one page. And it's so stained inside that you can see he can't read anything. He's just flipping through incredibly wet, blurred pages. Mm. He's just, hmm. Tyler. Yeah. Can you roll me an investigation? To represent how good this lawyer is. But before you roll, (gasps) the mists rise up from beneath your feet and infuse this moment with a special power. Please roll me a d6. I will happily roll a d6. No, no, no. I rolled an 8. This is is potentially great compared to rolling an 8 investigation. It's bad. It's a 2. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) We're so fucked. Mr. Bigglesworth continues to flip through his soggy book and just says, ah, I need to check the precedents to know what could be useful for you. And he starts pulling down a selection of books and you're seeing him look very studiously through all of these books. And this takes a great deal of time. You end up sitting here for hours as he pours through these books. Uh, This would be a time that ends up being the equivalent for both of you of a long rest as you sit in this room burning oh. all of these hours. So wow. you'll be back to full health. You'll receive all your spell slots oh. back. And at the end, he says, uh, this is, uh, there is not many precedents for this particular judge. Uh, there might be a way, but I, I don't want to, to step on any toes. Uh, one of you would need to pass the bar to be able to step into court. Which one of you would like to take the bar? What? Which one of you would make the better lawyer? I'm pointing right. at Tyler. <laughs> I'm pointing at Dell. Like Bar sounds like Bard. You're 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 overqualified if we're going by letters. Oh, okay. So if she is overqualified, then it will be you. Oh, uh, and Demanthos reaches into his desk and pulls out a small iron bar, and he holds it out to you, Tyler. He says, "Take this." All right. I take the bar. All right. Now give it back to me. Okay. And I hand it back to him. All right. You have passed the bar. You will be the lawyer. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wow. I have no precedent here. I am just the head of the legal association. I tried to check the precedent, but most of the books are ruined. I can you see that, yeah. are now the best lawyer in town. Congratulations. I wish you luck. Well, uh, hold oh. on. I, uh, I, don't, I don't know anything about Ravenloft law. According to the Bar Association, and Demanthos pulls out a, a shelf from inside his desk, and you look inside and see there are five iron bars, and he holds it up to his ear. <laughs> And he says, no, they say you are qualified. I wish you good luck with your case. And he slides oh. it back into his desk. I like, look at Dell. Um, like, um, this guy is... <laughs> if you're the leader of the whole... Can you get some p- official paperwork that, you know, says Tyler's a lawyer that we can Just take with Just a second. Let, let me check with the rest of the association. And he takes the box back out of the, the desk and he listens to it. And he says, no, all the paper is wet. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where's your... Uh, Where's your law degree? 
Oh, I don't have one. I was, I, I just you don't joined have the bar. Join the bar. Got it. You're yeah. Then we founded the association. A, not a lawyer. Right. Okay. And now you are the best lawyer in town. You should go. It's sunrise. So I'm sure you need to report to your case. Oh. I, I would say take the time you need to prepare, but uh, you're out of time. Uh, okay. Um, can I just can I just take this? I just like I reach out for a random book, a random wet book on a shelf, and say, "Can I can I have this?" Oh yes, of course, of course. You are another lawyer. You can have Great. it with you. Great, thank you. I'm just gonna take one book, just shoot my shot with that, and see what happens. Great. You both step outside into the sunlight, and the moment that book hits the sunlight, it fully collapses into trash, and you are left with nothing. <laughs> oh. oh. You have used the entire night. You no longer have any time to plan. And Tyler, you are arguably a lawyer. Meanwhile, on the other side of town, Shadam and New Rogue, you've been searching for a blacksmith. Shadam, can you roll me? I would accept perception or investigation to see if you can find an appropriate blacksmith. Hmm. Well, investigation is negative one and perception is zero. So I'm going to go with perception. <laughs> okay. Uh, 12. 12. You make your way around town and you manage to find a blacksmith. You see a sign hanging over the door that says, Garrick Gerard, get your medal here. <laughs> uh, well, this isn't the, uh, <laughs> this isn't the guy that did my armor, but I mean, I let's give him a shot. Uh, so we're going to a guy that didn't do your armor well, how do we know about his qualifications? How do we know if he can do an adequate job? What, what does this sign look like? The sign is carved out of wood. It's been hand-painted, but clearly beaten and worn by the ages. It's got an image of an anvil next to the name. It's not written in the fanciest font. It's not written in, in the worst font. If you were to say statistically, between like a 1 being the worst and 20 being the best, it's about a 12. <laughs> look at that sign. It's got an anvil. It's, like, it's made of wood. He probably carved that. You know how hard it is to carve wood? I tried. I didn't do it well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you, you won me over. It's a utilitarian uh, 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 business. Let's let's go in. Um, let's see what he can do. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Walk in. I give a knock and I'm like, hello. Yep. You, you walk in, you open the door, you hear the jangle of a bell up above you. And as you look around, you realize this is the interior of what used to be a traditional three-story residence. Only all the floors have been knocked out above. You can see that they've been carved away. So there is a giant blazing uh, place where blacksmiths do metal. That's what you're getting out of me today. <laughs> billows. There's a billows in the middle and the heat is rising up and this house has no roof. So it's hot, but it's not the sweltering heat you would have expected if this had been a roofed place like elsewhere. Around the ground floor, around the billows, you can see there are anvils, there are tools, there are other things, and a small selection of wares are set on tables against either wall at the side of the house. In the middle, you are seeing a stocky, burly dwarf. It is the first time among all the dwarfs you've seen, you see a clean-shaven, bald, eyebrowless dwarf. It is no shirt, covered in tattoos from the neck down but just super oiled up and just there clanging things away. It's, it could be sweat. It could be oil, but just super shredded bald dwarf who comes over and just says, <laughs> what can I do for you two? Hello there. Uh, I am Shadam, the chosen one. And this uh, good is for you. And this is new rogue. He's part of wet change. We are <laughs> the chosen ones. And hey, we, Ezra. And we have a very important mission that we want you to help us with. Okay, what do you need from me? 
Uh, basically, we need you to replicate our weapons, and that's it. Uh, also, uh, not it. Uh, oh. Also, I would also um, <laughs> wondering, in addition to that, because of your prowess oh, right. as a blacksmith, I'd love if you could help me wield any kind of, I don't know, mitts, you know, or booties to contain these monsters here. They have the tendency of uh, uh, hurting things. Mm, okay, so you're looking for duplicate weapons and some fancy gloves for the ghost hand guy over here. Oh, and his ghost feet. And booties. Mm. Oh, the the fe- oh yeah, I should have seen that. I, it's uh-huh. it's all very glowing. Uh, hmm. What can I do for you two? Hmm. And you both stand there, and you feel the mists swirl up around you. Uh-oh. Oh shit! Oh, As the watchers affect this moment, and I'm gonna need both of you to roll me a d6. Oh god! Ooh. And tell me what both? it is. After this commercial break. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what happens. All right, we're rolling. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Two good I, I numbers. I can't. I can't. Um, who wants to go first? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a one. A one! I also rolled a one. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Our fucking plan! I want things to cover these freaking hands, <laughs> man! Hmm. Says Garrick Gerard, <laughs> looking at you both. <laughs> Alright, so you're gonna need me to Duplicate your weapons, and you're going to need boots. Booties and hand gloves. Booties and hand gloves. All right, so... Yeah. If you can get me drawings of the weapons, I mean, how many of you are there? Uh, two four, others, so four yeah, total. Four, yeah. Four, four. All right, so let's get, a, let's get a sketch from you. Let's get a sketch from you, and I'll see what I can do. I'm imagining this is a quick turnaround. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, okay, we'll make it happen fast. We'll make it happen fast. Uh, and he gets you to draw out the weapons you need, and he's like, all right, I need you for your booties and, and gloves, sir. And he gets you to draw draw oh, it all out. Okay. And he goes back, and he just starts hammering away on the forge. And he just starts working, and he's working so hard, and you're sitting there, and you're watching, and it takes so long that you both just drift off to sleep. So not, not you, new rogue, you just get to watch, but you do have oh. the equivalent of a long rest which allows you to recharge your spell slots to heal any damage there. And if there's any kind of abilities that you can only use so many times per day, it goes back to maximum. Yeah, you you can just trance out while it happens. And then the sun starts to rise in the distance. And Garrick Gerard turns back to both of you as you you sit there as you were already, new rogue, or wake up Shadow. And he says, oh, you're still here. All right. So I'll have this, uh, this first axe for you in three days. Hmm. Uh, we, what? We need, we need them, like, we need to go. Yeah. There yeah, is well, a- making a fine dwarven axe takes some time. Usually it takes three weeks, so I'm cutting a lot of corners. It's going to be three more days. Okay, but like, like I said, uh, uh, you don't, it doesn't, it doesn't even need to work. It just literally needs to look like it. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Like just literally it could just, it could be made of really good paper or anything. Just like <laughs> something that just looks like it. So we can trick the big head in the sky. Yeah. All right. Just a second. And Garrick Gerard takes a couple of sheafs of paper at, from his desk and he draws an ax on one and a sword on another. And then he goes, wait, what am I doing? And he balls those up and he just gives you back your original drawings and says, I don't know. Use these. No, hmm. these, this this doesn't look real, though. These are just two-dimensional drawings. We need stuff that looks three-dimensional. That is three-dimensional. That looks like like this. And then I pull out my, my bow. Oh, you should use that. <laughs> right, Fuck! but we don't want to. Now, hold oh. on a minute. Is there, like, weapons around? Like, does he have stuff that he's made? Can you roll me a perception? Hold on. We're, I think we're overthinking this, everybody. Hold on one second. <laughs> perception? Yep. Uh, all right. Well, what is my perception? Zero. Fifteen total. Great. As you look around, you realize that there is not a single completed weapon in this whole shop. Huh. Like, when you say not completed, what we I'm saying they here? don't even look like weapons. It might have a handle, and then there's just a raw melted ingot on the end, or, like, instead of a knife, it's just a brick. There's nothing in here that looks like a hmm. weapon. You get the sense you may have actually gone into just a very eccentric person's blacksmithy where he can't finish anything slash may not know what he's doing. Hmm. Adam, why the fuck did you take us to this blacksmith <laughs> when you had another blacksmith that you knew and that worked and did stuff? I thought I'm not good with directions. I just kind of just went with it, you know? I kind of... All I, right. I, I think it's time for you to leave my shop. I don't like you saying mean things about it. you no, giving me enough time, I could have made you something I, great. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, sir, I'm a man of the cloth. Okay. By which mm -hmm. I mean I worship the guy upstairs. Is there any way... Any way you could do a courtesy where you could streamline the process and do us a real solid. I will I will enrich your lives with many blessings if you can do this. Sir, we saved this town of Ravenloft. If it weren't for us mm -hmm. and that guy upstairs, well, who's to say what would have happened to your lovely blacksmithery? That's a reasonable point. All right, let me see. Maybe I can do something for you. Thank you. And he goes back and he draws out elaborate dwarven boots and dwarven Ooh. gloves that you could see came to this shop with him. <laughs> These were not <laughs> ones that he made. And he brings them over to you, new rogue. And he says, if you're going to defend this town, then you can use my father's boots and my oh. grandfather's gloves. And you can go forth and do right by my ancestors. Wow. Thank you. These are pretty small. Um, uh, oh, no, if you, the there's segmented metal in those. If you put your hands in, they'll fit. Oh, hold on. Same let thing me, with the booties. Let me just try. And it fits. Yeah. It slides over. You think it's going to be really hard. It actually expands instinctively to cover your forearm. So they oh. slide on beautifully. They're the most comfortable gloves you've ever worn. Oh, wow. Oh, hey, nice yeah, try the booties, too. They're excellent. Oh, and these little booties. Oh, thank you for calling them booties, too. I appreciate it. And let me, oh, my God. And those also slipped on real nice and tight. You look amazing. You're carrying my whole family's legacy. Wow. Carrying these religious artifacts that mean as much to me as they will to my son one day as they keep passing on. They've lived a hundred generations. And as he's talking about the ancient history of these gloves and boots, yeah, yeah, your hands and feet melt through them and they Hell drip yeah. off as liquid metal, becoming nothing. He says, wait, what the fuck did you do? Wait, what? 
Uh, what did you do? Uh, Ezra's, uh. Ezra's a kind of spirituality where everything is fleeting. You have to find Zen. Goodbye. <laughs> I, I don't believe in Ezra. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to grab four things off the wall. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need you to roll me an athletics. An athletics. Okay. We're just, we're just robbing a blacksmith, huh? A, um, a blacksmith hobbyist. <laughs> okay, look, 19 total. 19. You pick up a very heavy bar. You thought it was going to be light the same way that it looks like a brick of gold should be very light. <laughs> it is tremendously heavy. As you pick it up, the rack around it starts to fall down. Can you roll me a reflex save? <laughs> Jeez, is this just riding off that one? Or a deck one? save, sorry. <laughs> God, Gotta get out of there. <laughs> Listen, you guys could have left with nothing, and you kept fighting for more. Uh, hmm. A saving throw, you say? Yes. <laughs> Dexterity. Dexterity. That means a total of five. <gasps> five. Uh, I love the roll preceded by hmm. <laughs> just... <laughs> uh, Adam, you take three points of damage oh, I as just the healed. rack falls on you. Man. <laughs> Uh, Your health right. goes back to what I already had written on my sheet before you healed, which is perfect. Yeah. And you are sworn at by Garrick, who's like, how could you do this to my shop? Get out, get out. And he just shoves you at the door, shoves you at the door, slams it shut. And you see that the sun is coming up and you realize that you are running out of time. Do I still have that bar with me? You still have a very heavy bar in one hand. Yes. All right. I just kind of like, like, uh, Scottish Highland Games, like, hold it up, and I just kind of drop it in my bag of holding, so it goes like... <laughs> like a caber toss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam, Adam, I think we're... You know how we were overthinking it when we were in there, and we, we realized we didn't need to make duplicates. We could have just taken weapons and just played them as our own. I didn't say that, but you were thinking what I was thinking. Yes. Well, why don't we even, like, reduce the stakes even more? Why don't we just take, like, farming instruments or anything that's, like, the easiest thing and just pass those off as our own uh, weapons? Oh, yeah. Or we could be, like, trick them and, like, go up and be like, oh, we are just librarians and just bring books and yeah. just trick them. And then he when we check the books, we bring out real weapons. Yeah, I mean, we're really just overthinking this. I think, yeah. the, I think our incompetence is the key. Hmm. Our feigned okay. incompetence. Because he doesn't know. He's not like he was watching, being like, not at okay, all. this guy has this weapon, this not guy has all. this weapon, like, uh-uh. Exactly. No, no, no. Exactly. And when we team up the smarts we have right now with this plan, with, I'm sure we've gotten a great lawyer, you know, with the other oh, two. Yeah. I mean, this is just, I just see things going better and better, actually, if we just stop overthinking it. You know, Adam, I don't want to say this in front of the other guys. Adam, can you roll me a D6? <laughs> This is not a spooky success, to be clear. Oh, okay. This is just, I, I need a D6 because you dropped something into your bag and I got to remember what happens later. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. um, that is a six. What does that Perfect. mean? Jeez. <laughs> if I Perfect. open my bag, is it going to shoot out at the speed I dropped it in? <laughs> <laughs> no, we just don't believe in wands or gun. anything else that could drop it at insane speed. We try to keep things reasonable here. So. <laughs> But oh. you've come up with your plan for theoretically grabbing farming implements, and you trust your friends have found an excellent lawyer. Meanwhile, team lawyer, you have found nothing, but you assume that at least the weapon gambit will be correct. Mm -hmm. You will be prepared for this. And you think maybe as you see the sunrise, there's a chance that you can avoid this. You have more time. You could figure something out. And that's when you all round the corners 
and see the clockwork watch has formed a solid wall of robotic town watch people surrounding all of you, leaving a path open only towards the castle at the top of the jagged and terrifying peak with a single path moving upwards towards it, higher and higher, until you can see its black obsidian spires jaggedly stabbing up into the sky. And that is when the clouds rumble forwards and block the light out, and you realize there will be no more days. There will be no more time. You have to report for trial now, or all of your friends will be lost. That's the end of this episode, listener, but next week you could become a watcher and affect the Jester's adventures by joining our Twitch stream, which happens every Wednesday night at 8.30pm Eastern Time. That's Toronto Time. If you join our Twitch chat, you can give the cast magical items, name NPCs, and decide the events that shape Ravenloft. So catch up on the story, follow Dum Dum Dice on Twitch, and join our weekly stream right away. Jesters of Ravenloft features the voices of players Tyler Hewitt, Del Borovic, Guy Bradford, and Adam McNamara, alongside Dungeon Master Ryan LaPlante. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Jesters of Ravenloft's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is Dark Mysterious Halloween Night by Sound Gallery by Dimitri Taras. And our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Cheeps by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, whose music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Now get out of here before the mist gets you too. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorraine Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Where am I? Welcome to Desert Skies, Traveler. Your journey through the physical plane has come to an end. I am the attendant. My colleague here is the mechanic. Yo! This is your last stop on your way to the great beyond. It's our job to make sure you're prepared for the ride. Now, before hitting the road, we have an impressive selection of over 34 varieties of microwavable burritos. Um, what, what? 
What's going on? There's gotta be a better afterlife than this. I mean, come on! Uh, that's offensive. Something seems to be wrong with me. You left something major undone. I have a life outside of this gas station, you know. You quite literally do not. Any hobbies? Nope. Ever travel? Nope. Love interests? Are you kidding? Oh my god. You're like the human version of a plain bagel. Cash register. How can I help you, attendant? Play some music? You got it. It's kind of funny, though. What I needed wasn't back there. It was here, waiting for me. I wonder what it feels like, Mac, to miss the physical plane, the people you left behind. You know, I had a wife who died three years ago. Wish I could go back. No, you don't need to go back. You just need to be here. And a new traveler approaches. Ready, team? Ready. Good. Let's do this. Find Desert Skies wherever you listen to podcasts.